0: Chapter 23 Womp! 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 Rachel made the steel floor vibrate with each massive step. Her leathery sides scraped the corridor walls so that I could only catch occasional glimpses past her. The hallway was empty until we reached the guard station, just as the hork had said. Rachel didn't even slow down. Womp! 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 I saw a flash of a taxon, foolishly running as if to cut her off. A few seconds later, I had to jump over the crushed remnants of the big centipede. Look out! hork Cassie yelled. He exploded out of a side corridor, a red-uniformed hork Swoosh! A razor-bladed arm sliced the air inches in front of my face. More coming, Tobias warned. Both directions, all of them in red. I can't turn around, Rachel moaned. She was too big, too tight a fit in the corridors to turn and help as half a dozen hork in and visser III's livery came screaming onto the scene. I knew it couldn't be that easy, I said. Battle! Axe said, sounding like he was announcing a party. I felt the same way. I was ready. I was mad and tired of feeling helpless. The closest hork swung at me again and sliced a six-inch-long cut in the matted fur of my huge shoulders. That was all it took. Like I said, gorillas are peaceful, almost gentle creatures. But don't go making one angry, especially not when a boy who wants very badly to hurt some yerks is sharing space in the gorilla's head. I cried and swung a fist the size of a cinder block into the stomach of the Hork I gave it all I had. I put every ounce of the gorilla's muscle into the blow. The Hork was lifted clear up off the deck. His head slammed the ceiling. He was down and out of the game. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw another hork leap at Axe. The Andalite's tail flashed forward so fast, you didn't even see it move. The hork staggered back, minus an arm. Good one, Axe! You, you as well! well. Ha ha! I decided right then. I kind of liked Axe. Rachel, Rachel! Jake yelled. Keep moving! Left tunnel! Look for a drop shaft, whatever that is. The longer we stay here, the more of these guys are going to show up. Just then, right on cue... Two more hork came up from behind us. You guys move, I'll, I'll deal with them, Jake said. The hork rushed us. Jake let loose with a roar that must have been heard from one end of the mothership to the other. It even scared me, and it sure made the hork hesitate. He was on them while they were still thinking about what to do next. hork are very fast, but so are tigers. One hork was down, with Jake sinking fangs into his snake-like neck. The other hork looked around to make sure no one could see him, then decided he'd like to live. He kept his distance. Jake backed away, but kept his face turned to the hork behind us. We trotted as fast as we could down the hallway, now a scene of devastation. It was like the ant tunnels. We could only try to escape. The longer we tried to fight, the more the odds would turn against us. Suddenly, ah! Rachel! I heard Tobias cry. It's okay! I found the drop shaft! I am... Dropping, what is it? I asked. An elevator without a floor, Rachel answered. And then I was there at the edge of a long shaft that went down and down, maybe forever. Rachel already looked small, which is not easy for her to do. You said to stop after fifteen levels, I reminded her. Yeah, but how do I do that? Think the number. It hears speech and understand simple thoughtspeak commands, Ax instructed. Then added. At least, that's how it works on our shifts. I'm slowing down! Cool! More hork back here! And some of those other ones! The little wrinkled ones! Cassie yelled. They're coming fast! Here goes nothing, I said. I took a look down the drop shaft and jumped off into empty space. You know, if it hadn't been for the fact that I was just a few minutes from being trapped forever in a morph, and if there weren't a dozen or so walking salad shooters after me, it would have been fun. I fell, but not too fast. Fifteen levels, I thought, as floors zipped past me. Twelve levels down, I plummeted past a human controller who was getting ready to step into the drop shaft. He had a very human look of total amazement on his face. Possibly because while standing there, he'd seen a flying elephant, followed by a gorilla, a wolf, an andalite, and a tiger. Horkbajir, coming fast, Tobias warned. I looked up the shaft. A big Horkbajir warrior was gaining on us but there was nothing I could do until he reached us. He's mine, Tobias said. He flared his wings, flapped hard, and was shooting back up the drop shaft toward the falling Hork-Bajir. <coughs> Tobias's talons came forward, outstretched, and slashed the alien's eyes. <coughs> the hork clutched at his face. I guess he was too distracted to think about what floor he was heading to. He shot past us as we slowed to step out onto the 15th level. Rachel, we have to demorph! I reminded her. Already working on it, she said. She was shrinking even as she lumbered along. The escape pods! Ahead there! Axe cried. They were only a dozen feet from us. A few seconds more, and we would make it. Rachel stumbled. She was half human, half elephant, a nightmare of pink and gray, with huge ears and human hair and fat arms and legs that had no feet. I reached down and swept her up with my powerful arms. She was still large, maybe 300 pounds, but not too much for me to carry. We reached the door of the escape pod. It closed behind us as we wedged our oversized bodies inside. Axe! Time! Jake yelled. Five percent of the time remains. Six minutes. Morph out! There was a surge as the escape pod ejected from the underside of the Yerk ship. My dense black fur was already starting to disappear by the time the pod rotated. I could see the earth below. Earth. And as the tiny ship turned, I could see the Yerk mothership. It was kind of a joke now, I thought. The Yerk mother ship. My mother on the Yerk mother ship. Ha ha. Before I became fully human again, before I lost the ability to thought speak and had to return to words spoken out loud, I said, Jake? Yeah, Marco. No one ever finds out. No one can ever know. Okay, Marco, he said. My mother died two years ago tomorrow. That's how it will be, my friend. Yeah. But someday. Someday. Somehow. In some way that I could not foresee. We would win this battle. Humans and Andalites together would defeat the Yerks. And we would free all of their slaves. All of them. Someday, I whispered again. Someday, Marco. Jake said.